0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. Today, we are going to be giving our things we like so far through about a quarter of the season, a little over a quarter, and things we dislike. Uh, Blazers are finally back to winning basketball after touching the 500 mark after that Lakers game. We've won two in a row. We're getting healthy again, and we're in the midst of a nice four-day, five-day break. So Blazers, hopefully, are getting healthy, getting rested before a nice December stretch where – I really think we could go on a little bit of a run and get back up into the thick of things in the Western Conference. So we'll be giving our things we like, dislike. We're each brought three and we'll see if we have similar ones. I don't think we will, but we try to get super specific and just these are all obviously our opinions. So take it with a grain of salt.
1: Let me, uh, before we get started, I just wanted to obviously see how y'all are doing obviously expectations have been not tempered but you know Mm -hmm. when we were nine and four you know ten and four you know we were like oh home court home court 50 wins man you know maybe a season's long you're gonna go through some ruts and this definitely kind of reset expectations this losing streak so i'm curious on this kind of like i think was it seven out of nine or eight out of ten slide that we had, what, like, what was the rock bottom moment for you guys? Like, I'll I'll just share mine. It was when Norman Powell just outscored our whole team in the fourth quarter. Yeah, okay. I did I freeze? No, yeah, you I didn't. Did it. You
0: you kind of you buffered one second, but we got it. The Norman Powell. I was gonna say that, but honest, the the rock bottom moment was when the fact that we started the podcast early for the last one because
2: the Lakers game was already over. <laughs> yeah, we usually do our podcast after. The games when sorry. they're on Wednesday because we record Wednesday night. Today we're recording Wednesday afternoon for other reasons. Nothing to do with that, but um, yeah, we were recording the podcast while we were getting blown up by twenty, just knowing we were going to lose. Anyway, yeah, that was probably rock bottom. But hey, I'm feeling good now. I'm actually going back home to Portland uh in a couple hours for winter break. Catch, are you catching a game? Uh, Maybe I'll probably catch some games before Christmas. Go I don't long. know what games. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the schedule. Yeah, I'll do a vlog for you guys. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah. But, oh, I um, do
0: want to say, I do want to. Oh, you go ahead and give your thing. You. I was just going to say
2: that one. Yeah, I was just going to say after that Lakers game, but good to go two and zero after that. You know, psychotic rant last week. So, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I'm ha- I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I do I do want to touch a couple things. Uh, first, um, me and West actually will be in attendance for two Blazer games here. Coming up in just over a week. Is, it, is, that we the, really, uh, is that the is that the little Texas roadie we're doing? Little Texas Roadie. We'll be going to the game in Dallas and the game in Houston on back-to-back nights. Lucky. The we'll it. it's it's our it's our it's literally just our big Christmas present. Like I don't think we'll be getting any presents here. Not that we still get them. But also um merchandise yeah, dropped.
1: Drop this right um,
0: now. the new this is the newest shirt. It's actually insanely fire. The Rip City <laughs> Rundown. Share it with the Oregon, the, the Reindeer, PDX hoops. Then check out back. back. Let's see oh. that back. Come on, guys. Okay. Come on. Three. And then, yeah. obviously, the red that Rip City Rundown, clean. the hoodie, the black Rip City Rundown, and the Bad Shot is still available in stores right at com mm. slash shop. So, go check those out. Uh, store will probably close the week of Christmas because post-Christmas we will not be able to start be able to send things out until a later date. So, Make sure to yep. get in that and get on that. Get, get you one. So let's go ahead and get into the things we like, the things we dislike. Does any right. of you guys want to start it? And you can start with a like or a dislike, whatever you want. I'll start.
2: I'll start. So I'm going to start with a positive thing. And that is, um, you know, we aren't like really bad at something. Okay. If that makes sense. It's, that's a general, okay. that's an yeah, easy, like understandable that. way to put it. We're not really bad at something. In 2015, it was defense. In 2016. It was defense in 2017. It was defense. So on, so on. You get the pattern. But this year, you know, um, we've had a hard schedule, but we're sniffing top 20 defense. Anyway, I don't want to get into everything, but we're just not really bad. Like, sure, turnovers could be better. Defense could be a little better. Offense could be a little better. Everything could be a little better. But just in general, we don't have one major flaw, and that makes us a coherent balanced team. So that was my first first one.
0: I like that. I like that. I didn't include it like that specific thing, but I've got something that could fall under that. I won't get into it yet, but I think something that goes with that is like, we can win games in different ways. We can win mm-hmm. a grinded out defensive game. I can't put my finger on a specific one where we did that. I, I guess the Suns game when we were down, like all those players. In I Mary mean, yeah, honestly
1: game. you could, yeah, the Phoenix game. Yeah. Um, uh, are, you, are you talking about the one at home or the one where Jeremy hit the.
0: Low key both because wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, that first Phoenix game, like, I went to OT. 110s, still an OT. The other one was like, what, 98, 96 or something? Yeah, something. So I think uh, that's a good one. (laughs) Not having an atrocious defense is definitely something that can encourage Blazer fans. But then while our defense, like Wes mentioned before, I think it's like 22nd right now. Mm -hmm. I think when we were a fully healthy team, we were still top 15, maybe sniffing top 10. So I think that's – I could argue we could get back up into that here over the next month. Oh yeah,
1: okay I mean I'll start off with a like for me I'll start off with a with an easy one it's uh Jeremy Grant but more specifically it's just like Jeremy Grant's whole just offensive game he's shooting 46 percent from three which is in the 95th percentile in the entire league and we we already knew he was like a mid-range kind of get to the rim type of guy but I did not realize that he was going to be this good from three, and I did not realize he'd get to the foul line and get free throws as much as he does. Like
0: <laughs> the twenty-eight free throw game, yeah, the I've twenty-eight
1: seen. free throws against the Knicks, which was one of our only wins in that stretch. He's hit three or four threes, and I feel like at least half the games this this year, and he's just been an absolute. Just I don't know. He just exceeded expectations for me, and it's really just a three point shooting because. Grant is a guy who, as you remember him in Denver, he was kind of like a fourth option, kind of like sit in the dunker spot, you know, play that like what Jared Vanderbilt does now for like Minnesota. And then he just like elevated his game in Detroit. And now he's in Portland and he's just like doing everything to a perfect level where he's you're getting everything out of him, but you're not asking him to do too much. So I think his offensive profile, what we're asking him to do, he's passing it with flying colors. And he's a big reason why this team is still over 500, especially when Dame's been out. Yeah,
0: yeah I want to say I think something that like shows that we weren't expecting this from Jeremy Grant is the fact that we're waiting for him to slow down from three. And maybe at this point, this is just who he is. Um, mm. Not 46% from three level, but maybe a 40 plus 40 percent shooter i want yeah. to say that was one of my likes too but i also included anthony simons in that because a couple stats are those are both anthony simons and damian or anthony simons and jeremy grant are both in the top 20 in the league and three pointers made per game simons is second in the league only him and steph have over four per game made threes jeremy i think is making a little under three which puts him in like the 98th percentile he's 97th percentile on pull-up threes He's the 96th percentile when it just comes to three-point shooting in general. I wanted to find something with like his post-up game. I couldn't find a specific stat because I swear he takes the hardest, like yeah. the Marcus Aldridge-type post shots. And I was going to say that as well. They seem like they're never going to go in, but they always do. So the fact that I'm trusting Jeremy Grant with this, with the way he's playing and the amount of usage he has because his usage level is off the charts right now. That goes into injuries, mm-hmm. but... The fact that he is doing this is just wild. You
2: you guys explained it well, hit all the points. All I I will say about it is, you know, when you see the number 46% from three, you don't typically think of, you know, a first option, even second option. You're probably more thinking like, you know, a catch and shoot type of player. But the fact that, like you said, he's taking three attempts this game and hitting them, you know, with this high of a percentage mm despite you know, these are hard shots. I mean, they're, they're catching shoots. It's not like he's doing step back threes like Dame, but you know, these are contested threes he's taking. So it's just really impressive. And yeah. his high release point helps, which is a very useful att- attribute mm-hmm. to him.
1: But, yeah. Um, and going back to the usage thing, you said Cole just pulled up his usage rate like per year. So this year is the third most usage he's had in his career. And it's obviously behind the two Denver years, but last year in Detroit or, sorry, years. The two Detroit years. Last year in Detroit, he was at 24 and a half percent. And this year's at 23 and a half percent. So like, and that was as being the number one option on the Detroit team. And now he's theoretically the third option. Obviously with Dame coming back, you can see that number like go down, but in his Denver years, even OKC years, he was hovering around 15%, but he, he's definitely going to be like in the 20%. So he's shouldering a lot of the load And he's scoring efficiently. He's getting to the free throw line. He's never been a huge rebounder, but he's had some games where he's been big on the glass for us. And you know, you're talking about like the tough shots that he takes sometimes. And sometimes he'll like have a tough shot that goes in, and sometimes he has a tough shot that just like you're like, why would you take that? Like you know, it's just a really tough shot for two points. But when a guy's giving you that much on the offensive end, you are. It's like Dame, like. Dame's gonna shoot a logo three, and if it goes in, you're like, best shot. And if he misses, you're like, why are you taking that logo three? But mm-hmm. you live with Dame shooting it, obviously. So I think Grant's at that point where you can live with Grant having a couple bad shots a game because he's doing so much.
0: So- um, at this point, Jeremy Grant, it's not just bias Blazer fans saying All-Star? it all star. He actually is like, if the all star game was today, he would be in it <sighs> because a the forward spot isn't as strong as the guard. Um, because I was Dame, just listening to a podcast today. Making it right? What do you say, Dame? Dame, good. Dame, Dame, will probably make it. I was just listening to a podcast earlier today, and they were giving their all stars, like to this point. T-T-W? And one guy had Jeremy Grant in it. Another, most of them didn't have Dame because they were like, if Dame had played enough games, he would be in it. But I think mm-hmm. the only reason Jeremy Grant won't make it is because the Blazers won't be a top three seed, and they're not going to give two all stars to. A seven seed. No matter. Do you want to know what's going to stink though? The fact that we're going to have a better record than the Lakers, and a lot of teams will. And the Lakers are going to get two All Stars because, unfortunately, they actually do have two All Star players. But their depth is so mass. The hard, the hard
1: thing there is like those those two guys are like former. Or it was Anthony Davis ever an MVP? No, but like
0: defense player of the year,
1: MVP. Like he's in that conversation. So obviously, like even like. Russell Westbrook is probably going to get a ton of fan votes. <laughs> it's just the nature of the game. It's the nature of the fan vote. It's the nature of playing for the Lakers. It's the nature of being on a LeBron team. That's what's going to happen. So that is going to be unfortunate. But the Lakers get means. get everything but wins. Yep. All right. Do you want to hop into a next point? Yeah. Someone just okay. like
0: dislike. I'll go. I'll
2: I'll throw up a negative. Um, this one's this one's kind of weird unique but just interesting to think about that is the rest of the nba okay so listen to this we our goal is to win the championship obviously every year and this year is supposedly that year like we say every year but the reality is you have to be the best team in the nba and this team or this year in the nba seems to have some outlier teams that are playing abnormally well they're gonna be very hard to be if that day were to ever come for example mostly talking about the bucks and celtics bucks 17 and 6 celtics 20 and 5 right now 20 and 5 and you know going to td garden winning four times it just just seems like an impossible goal at the moment but um but never never doubt us but that's one negative i feel like i feel like the nba is more i guess like stretched out this year like 2019 i think was a really like uh, like we say a window where we could have actually made the championship because of all the injuries that happened and stuff but i guess what i'm saying is this year seems like a harder year than previous years to win a championship if that makes any sense yeah it's it's like,
1: like do, do you think this year is more competitive as like i so i think the distribution the distribution is bigger the worst teams are worse and the best teams are better i guess so uh, i i I I'll, I'll agree that this there's more better teams but like for the Dame could never get out of the west just cuz there was the best team ever assembled and like the Warriors. So like the Steph Clay KD Warriors are probably like I think there's more parity in the league. There's like do, like are you scared of the Celtics as the same as yes. you were scared of Steph Clay and KD? Okay, no. No, exactly. No. I would no, say um, and cuz there's like
2: I mean that was just like the Warriors were the best team. Like who was the there's second just, best
0: team? There's just way more like good teams. There's yeah, I was gonna say like the Blazers theoretically have a better chance to beat the better teams than they have in the past, but there's more instead of, a... of there being two really good teams, they have to get and hope they can get lucky with injuries. They they need there's eight ten better teams yeah. than them that like mm-hmm. realistically could smoke them. So well,
1: like even when I was writing my preseason like western conference predictions i had like i put the two wolves at nine and i was like there's no way this is the ninth most talented team in the west they have freaking rudy we in minnesota now and they have uh <laughs> d and and edwards i'm just like that's crazy but i there's just so many good teams in the west so yeah like, I, I, I agree with that statement
0: it depends on I how could, you look at it for sure yeah.
1: You want to go, cool or do you want me
0: to go? Yeah, I'll I'll bring one. I'll just bring the obvious one. On in my opinion, like this one's pretty obvious. It's um, Yusuf Nurkic's finishing. Oh, and I got stats for that. I got. St- I just made a whole video going through Yusuf Nurkic's percentiles. It was a controversial <laughs> topic, and I'm not hating on the guy at all. I was the one at the beginning of the season where I was like, I think Nurkic could return to pre-leg break Nurk. I was like rooting for him, and I still absolutely am. But he is in the 11th percentile in the league in finishing, and that takes into account all positions. So, yeah. as a center, you should be in the top 50 percentile no matter what. He's in the 11th percentile. He's the third worst shooting uh, big, um, or third worst shooting percentage among starting centers. And everyone, like, when I when I bring up this stat to Blazer fans, everyone's like, "Well, that's not what we need Nurk to do. We paid Nurk to play defense and uh, get rebounds." You don't pay someone $70 million over four years to just get rebounds and play not elite, but solid defense. He needs Mm -hmm. to be better at finishing on the offensive end, especially if we are going to give him the most post-ups in the entire NBA. That's just wild to think about, but Nurk's finishing. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I want to do give Nurk a little bit of credit because he's somehow become a good decent three-point shooter I (laughs) still wish he didn't take as many but I mean now when he takes it I'm not like what are you doing it's more like oh I hope this goes in so that's uh, that's a positive the other one is he's still one of the best screeners in the league and that's under but (laughs) when when people think that we don't like Nurk they're like Nurk like is a good finisher he makes over half his shots from the rim and it's like yeah but in the context of DeAndre Ayton, who makes eight every 10, Nurk's making five of 10. Nurk's leaving like six to eight points on the board, and yeah. every NBA game comes down to an eight pointer, eight point game. Mm-hmm. Like, look, well, I like Nurk because obviously he's our best option, but like, would you rather have Miles Turner or Nurkic?
0: I think for this team, Miles Turner is more valuable, but there is an argument that people keep making that, like, well, Miles Turner. Nurkic uh I'm trying to think of what people are saying cuz Miles Turner obviously went off against Nurkic during the Pacers game not enough to get the win or anything but they bring different things to the table like yes Nurk does some things pretty well but I think we could live without say Nurkic's really good screening and we would much rather have miles turner's yeah. elite three-point shooting or shot blocking so
1: nurk
2: yeah
0: go ahead cody if you want to say
2: something um, I, don't I agree with you guys i don't have much to say about it it's just you know it's frustrating because he has i guess the build to be a good finisher and when you're a ele- lot like 11 got really 11, good build to be that. Like 11 is just for to be 300 pounds seven foot one like he is a strong person i don't know how much he can bench but probably a lot <laughs> no. inside um, joke but yeah, anyway. Just I want to say on
0: b ball index, which is what I was using, they like obviously have percentiles, and then if you're in the hundred percentile, they give you a crown. And if you're like have an F, they give you a poop stain, and Nurk has a poop stain next to his finishing. Yeah. <laughs> because he has a F grade among NBA players.
1: At the end of the day, just for me with him, it comes down to consistency because we all love Nurk when he has his incredible games, because we're probably when Nurk's playing at like a 18 and 12 type level, we're probably one of the better teams in the West just because, you know, we we have two of the best shooters in the backcourt. Jeremy Grant's become a bona fide third star, arguably because they a second star. So when Nurk's doing his thing, like Nurk's just the, Nurk is just the X factor. So obviously he's going to get more scrutiny. And obviously... It's easier to blame someone for missing a layup than for someone missing a logo 3. <laughs> like it's a layup.
0: So yeah, like we again, we're not we're not anti- complaints their, are valid. Complaints are just, valid. We just we complain it, everyone I saw everyone complaining about Anthony Simons when he was struggling. People are saying trade Dame. Like everyone gets the hate. It's just Nurkic is the most value like realistic and like makes the most sense that it makes people mad. So yeah.
1: Just yeah. get better.
0: <laughs> get better. Man. Okay.
1: Uh I did not put a NERC one in my dislike category because I figured that someone yeah. did. So I knew that'd be a, dis- a discussion topic. I'll I'll go with one um, that is just kind of a trend that I've noticed. Not a lot of stats to back it up. It's more just eye tests. And that's just, we get off to some slow starts. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's, it's great for me from a betting standpoint because I'm like, oh, the Blazers are minus two. Oh, I'll just wait till they're down 10. <laughs> and then I'll take their money line at plus value. So it's great from a betting standpoint, but we just have slow starts and I don't know what, why that is. Um, There could just be a level of unluckiness to it. I haven't really looked at the start of games closely enough to really look at it, but I get obviously turnovers probably play a factor without Dame the past week and a half. You're like, all right, Simons, you're going to run the first three plays of the game defenses are gonna do something funky and but yeah i don't know if you all have noticed that slow starts
2: oh yeah we are uh as of last week we were the second worst first quarter team in the league yeah,
0: yeah no yeah i just looked it up we are we score i don't know about defense this is literally just points per game in the first quarter we are fourth worst in the league and points per game okay, in the first, so we're still, first
2: quarter. we're still down there um yeah i don't i don't know why i mean i guess from a just mentality standpoint it's different it's a different time of the game. Like, we're a clutch team. We do get in the fourth right. quarter. First quarter, I don't know. I don't know what's different. Like, I said this last podcast, you know, you guys play sports. I played sports in my life. It's a different feeling, I guess, the first quarter than the other quarter. So, I wouldn't call it unluckiness. It's a genuine a genuine thing or whatever you want to call it. But um, I don't really know. I don't have an explanation. We just got to change it, it.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's like something you can point at. I mean, Simon's. Typically, like he gets hot in the second half. Like, maybe it's like, um, we need time, like, our guys need time to feel out the game. But again, that's just like, that's like the obvious thing to say. There, I don't think there really is something you could say. So, yeah, I don't like right. it either. So,
1: we're all, I think we've all done one like, one dislike so far. Yeah. All right. Round two. I'll start only because it's a Hassler Simons. So we were just talking about him. Sure. One of my likes, but you can, I, you could spin it either way, but I'm going to spin it into a like because you could say he's inconsistent, but I'm going to say I like it because Simons has these heat check quarters that he can just carry an offense for a quarter. It's, and this has been, again, every, all these things are with, you know, with Dame out. So this could all look different, but, you know, to, you know Jeremy Grant's having a rough shooting game. Anthony Simons, like first quarter against the Jazz.
0: No, what did he have? 20, Excuse 30, 23 me. 23 in the first. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was 22,
2: I think, or something. In the Clippers game,
0: he might have had like six threes in the second, or maybe that's a different game. But well, he we had obviously the uh, the original one against Denver. Oh, the Nuggets, yeah.
1: But I I could probably I don't want to say I think at least three 20 point quarters already. That's fact, valuable. My, my man's a microwave.
0: Because like you, if, in a big game, in the playoffs. You steal one of those games, like you're not playing a good game, and Simons comes out and hits five threes in the third quarter, and suddenly you're in control. Like that changes playoffs, not playing playoffs, yeah. playoffs, yeah.
2: Ch- finals. How about I mean, I okay, I'm gonna just say mine because that is that's exactly what I said basically. Just Anthony Simons and his heat check moments, like sure, like he he's up and down, and the fact that he he has shown where he is capable of at points, which is crazy. He gives me Clay Thompson vibes and he mm. checks and this man is young too so like like i've watched probably five blazer games in my life with anthony Sims where i, where I was generally saying to myself oh my gosh he could break the three-point record dude like this that's game
0: i thought that when he was playing the clippers game whatever game he had like eight threes in the first half i was like why why wouldn't the record break the tonight?" yeah and know. also also i
2: i'm so. just want to lump this in with just our future because like we're going to have Simons unless we trade him or whatever. Like, he's just such a valuable piece to our team, especially with his age. And, like, basically what I'm saying is he's a lock that we're not going to be a tanking team, like, three years down the road unless something awful happens. Like, like he's just
1: the future. So. Well, he's the perfect segue when you exit the Dame era. Like, he's that next. Yeah, I've seen a lot of comments that are like, Oh, it's Simons and Sharp is the backcourt of the future, which, you know, it, it could be, you know, we got to let Sharp d- develop a little bit. I mean, if Sharp could have a Simons type leap, then look out that that backcourt would be like the one in Cleveland right now almost. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's a good point saying that with Simons, his like transcendence kind of like means we don't have to tank because unless we just want to trade it, like you said, trade him and blow it all up. Or something bad happens. That is an interesting point.
0: But he's like we talk all this Jeremy Grant all-star, Dame All-Star because like Simons is putting up almost just as, better numbers than Jeremy Grant, honestly. He's shooting he's shooting now almost 40% from three. He's averaging almost 25 points, four and a half assists, three rebounds, and a steal, and almost 90% from the free throw line. Like,
1: like three possible all-star players here. And obviously numbers will fluctuate once. The letter O is back in the rotation for good. Mm-hmm. But we're 13 and 11. Like, is that just a pro? You think that's more just because Dame's hurt? Like, is this team actually like nine and four type good with Dame in the lineup? Or do you think like our depth is just so overhyped?
0: I think we're, we're both, but mostly Dame being hurt. Fair. Um, yeah, I think a little bit of both. A little, little both answer. All right. Okay. Mine is um this. I don't, I don't really know how I'm wording this. And I have no stats to back this up. This again is also eye test, but it's like, Chauncey Billups is like coaching philosophy because a he takes pride in defense I know Dame's been out but when Dame was in like our we're not solely relying on Damian Lillard as much as last year like we actually have three guys that can go out and get it and Chauncey Billups actually draws up plays for three different guys even Josh Hart gets plays drawn up and Nurkic does and then I also feel like He's not just like writing in pen who gets minutes on a night in a night out basis. Like he fluctuates lineups like based on how well you're playing. Like for yeah, example, I, like- I think it was the maybe it was the Pacers game or the Jazz game. Like Greg Brown got some fourth quarter run. Like who would have thought yeah. that he was he's like he in the a big corner three. Um, yeah,
2: amps people up. The amps the players up.
0: Yeah, like Drew Eubanks is playing big minutes down the stretch when Nurk isn't playing. Like I feel like Terry had this like. Like blinders, like playing him here, him here. Nurk has to come back in at the six minute mark in the fourth quarter for Chauncey. He, he like, he feels out the game. He's a really good like end game coach. And I think that goes back to like, maybe Chauncey's just a really good end game coach and isn't the best at prepping for teams. And that's why teams start out hot against us. And then we make the proper adjustments and then boom, we're back in games. I don't think that's like something that's that's like guaranteed, but it it could be a theory, but Chauncey Billups, I've liked what I've seen from him. Did you give your light Cody? Um, I had this. It I was, this it was long pretty long. much my oh, yeah. assignment. All right, just, I'm, uh, I'm going to give a dislike real it. quick. Uh, this is a one we can kind of speed over because it's super obvious, but it's just the injuries. Like, who I, likes I have a I have who, a list of every, I have a list of every injury we've had this year, and I think every single player except Jabari Walker has had something wrong with him this year. Dame's wow. obviously missed with the calf. Anthony has had some lingering foot issues and uh, and missed a couple games too. Josh Hart has some nasty ankles and missed a couple games too. And if you saw him the other night when he was playing, that man should not have been playing. I don't know how he was playing. Jeremy Grant missed a couple games with some ankles and ankle injuries and is still playing with, like, I heard a reporter say, I think it was like Sean Eichen, like, he's spatting up his ankles. Like, this, like, he uses like three rolls of tape every game because his ankles need to get taped up so much. Nurk had a quad injury at one point. Winslow's had ankle issues. He's missed a couple games, and he missed with a week from like of sickness where he lost 15 pounds. I read. Nasir's obviously out with a hip. Watford missed the first three weeks with a hip. Keon Johnson's out with a hip still. Gary Payton is missing Yum. with ab injuries. Drew Eubanks is playing with back spasms. Shaden's playing with a broken finger that will be broken for the rest of the year. And then Greg Brown got sent to the G League. Not an injury, but I mean, I don't that. Um, have
1: we have we had a single guy who has not been injured at some point. Jabari
0: is the only one, I think. And he doesn't play. So again, every, everyone wants to say like every team has injuries, but most teams don't miss their star player for half the games and still have a like a record above five hundred. If the um I don't know, if the Lakers missed A D or LeBron, one of the two for half their games this season, boom, they, they would be even worse than they are right now. Maybe they practically already have missed that half season, but basically injuries like have been really bad for the Blazers. And I coupled it with like the schedule has been so brutal. I'm just going to go ahead and throw my final dislike. It's, it's the schedule. The month of November, while we were dealing with all these injuries, most games will play in a month, hardest schedule up to this point. We've played the number one schedule when it comes to off- the opposing team offenses and the number two schedule when it comes to opposing team defenses. We're still 13 and 11, but like I think, like I said earlier, we could go on a big run in December because our schedule lightens, lightens up so much. We finally get our little thing of rest. And I remember at the beginning of the season, remember when we played like five games and then, and then we had that five or six-day sh- stretch off before I think it was maybe the Grizzlies game? And we had like five days off after five games in the season. And we were like, maybe Dame can come back because we have these five days off. I mean, I wish we were playing games during that because I didn't realize our schedule was going to be so tight when it came to the month of November. So it puts a little perspective on like, we're, we're in a good spot and.
1: You still dropped games. You shouldn't
0: have. I'm not excusing the Clippers game whatsoever. That's one of the worst like performances in a fourth quarter we could have had, but injury schedule. Those are things that I've hated this season so far. Yeah. Not much I mean, to discuss about that. It's just it is what it is.
2: Yeah, you, know, you put it right, hit all the points. Just I am grateful though that we don't have like one big injury. Like mm-hmm. I rather have lots of small in- injuries where people are out for a couple weeks at a time than, you know, someone break their foot or something like that and be out for the whole season. So I will say I'm grateful sure. for that. But but then again, it is very annoying. But, yeah, we're 13-11. Um, okay, I'll go into mine. Or, West. did you want to say anything about the injuries or no? No,
1: I'm good.
2: Okay. Um, for a dislike, I'm going to say home. Our performance at home. Mm. We are 13-11. We are 5-5 five and five at home right now. We are 5-5. Five five. We are 500 at home. Um, you expect me to be a fortress. Right yeah, it's like Motor Center has been known to be one of the best, like, fan bases and one of the hardest nba arenas to play in just in general in the last whatever 10 years like you're going to mode it, you're going to lose blazer fans are get hyped up but you know we're five and five and we keep talking about oh our schedule is gonna get easier we're gonna get some more home games it's like okay well let's like well let's win these home games you know what i mean so that's something i want to say like we have a better record on the road that's just i remember last year 2021 in the fall We we were started off like eight and one on the road, but and we were one and eight. Or sorry, we started off eight and one at home, and we're like one and eight on the road. And this year, obviously, we're you know way or way worse at home. So I don't really know why. Um, We've had some hard games on the on the road, but then again, some winnable games, just like that Clippers one. But I just hope that that will change. Also, ten games isn't a lot of. That's less than half of the games we played. Like we played on the road more, but still disappointing. You'd expect way over five hundred record mm-hmm. at this point in the season. So that's one of my dislikes. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's just I don't know. Maybe the schedule's been tougher at home. Like you, like you said, you would think you would just be better at home in general. So, yeah, I hope that definitely improves. That is,
2: and we played the Grizzlies. That was a hard game, ESPN, but still disappointing.
0: Okay,
1: so I'll do dislike, but it's also, it's both. Um, and these are like stat. It basically has to do with Justice Winslow, Josh Hart, and Trenton Watford. And they do, they all three do one thing really well, and they all three do one thing really badly. And I feel like it's kind of, those three players can tip the scales of a win or a loss from a night-in, night-out basis because, you know, they're more uh, role players. They have more variance in their performance, in my opinion. So the thing I like about Winslow, Hart, and Watford is their assist-to-usage ratio, pretty much assist rate, but it, like, takes into account how often you have the ball. So obviously, Dane's going to have a higher assist rate than Winslow because Dane gets more opportunities. So they, like, level that playing field from opportunities, and it's more just, like, there's a little bit of usage in there all right so winslow is in the 100th percentile in the league hart is in 99th percentile watford is 96 96th percentile so when they're getting the ball or assist rate compared to usage rate how often did a player get an assist given how much they had the ball these guys when they get the ball they're playmakers they get assists they are playmakers and this really makes the offense hum here's the dislike part those three players are all on the bottom 15% in the league in turnovers <laughs> this is Winslow, turns the ball over 15% of the time when, or sorry, he turns the ball over 15% of the time when he's like dribbling or using a possession. Hart is 15 and a half. Watford's 22. Okay. So these guys, it's interesting because they don't, they're either like they make a great play, drop a dime, or they're turning the ball over. So I just found that really, really intriguing because and, and, and Watford, you know, he doesn't get as many minutes as the other two. He gets like half. He only averages like says 17 and a half minutes. Hart's at 36. Winslow's at 30. So you could really apply this to Winslow and Hart over like a larger sample size. But that's just really interesting to me because the turnovers and the assists. This team has been horrible at turning the ball over, obviously. I think we could have all used that as a dislike, but we were like too obvious. Mm-hmm. And however, we're not one of the worst teams in assist rate either like we actually kind of share the ball now a little bit we have playmakers such as winslow hart obviously dame has jacked his assist numbers up a little bit recently so i think those two stats those players kind of is a microcosm of the team's performance um because i think it's when hart has a bad game like my man has a bad game when he has a good game he has a great game and you know they're not shooters they already don't really shoot the ball well, so their impact is like a, a Winslow to Eubanks pick and roll, easy Eubanks dunk, or Josh Harden transition. So that's just a like and a dislike because they can do a lot of things well, and they can also turn the ball over. So I found that really interesting that those three players had the same – it was the same three players for each each stat. Yeah. So
0: I thought you were going to say when you said, like, they do one thing well and one thing not well. I thought you were going to say shooting when uh... – you're gonna say the things they don't do well, which that might be the case too. But
1: yeah, not, yeah, no, that makes shooter. sense. That that, but they're that also elite out. finishers at the rim. So like, they just like are just they're just role players.
0: They're kind of hit. They're kind. Of, what what I'm what it sounds like is like they're either like hit or miss. Like they'll make a play or like they'll cost you a possession. They're not. Yeah,
1: and like, to oversimplify, obviously, you know. But yes, that's a good. That's a way to analyze it. Yeah, so I that really was. Like um. um
2: just the more well, passes that I have. Make. What is that? I'll just say it like real quickly. It just makes sense too. Like if you're going to try to play make more, you're going to throw more turnovers. It's kind of just yeah. a perfectly proportional thing. But but clean it up, guys. All right. That's all I wanted to say. All <laughs> right. Go ahead.
1: But like Dame, Dame and Ant don't have the same like. Dame Chuck some turnovers. Like, like yeah. Ant has a really. <laughs> Ant has a pretty low assist to usage ratio, but a high turnover rate. And sharp, same thing, and then you have like Eubanks, who has a is the opposite. So like, a lot of these guys, they don't correlate necessarily. But those three are kind of like just a nice little trend line. It's kind of interesting. Redundancy trade? No, eh, probably in the end. But who we want? Who wants to talk about that right now? Yeah, yeah uh, the
0: final thing I have a small sample size, but it's Dame's defense. Uh, good or bad? Good. Yep. Um, I was I wanted to title it guard defense, but Simons has still been a below average defender. Uh better mm-hmm. than last year, but still not good really at all. But Dame is actually a net positive defender this year. And this is the best um like percentile he's ranked in at least in the last I think it's eight years, because this website started in like 2014 or 2013. So taking out his rookie in like sophomore year, this is the best defender dame's been a, over his career which i think goes back to chauncey like kind of saying like you got to play defense yeah. if you want to play on this team invest and on that end. also just having josh hart and jeremy grant like that gives you energy like you feed off that energy so yeah. dame playing yeah. good defense is a really good sign um yeah that's i that's think
2: fun. when you're just not asked to chuck you know 20 shots a game score 40 to win you're also just kind gonna... of More energy on the defensive end, and when your abs are feeling good and not getting beat by running into screens for eight years and carrying this team, then you'll probably play some better defense. So, that's great
1: points right there. Good point. Yep. Good point. Uh, Do you got any more, Cody? I I had one more dislike, but it's okay. Um, For my one of my
2: dislikes, I said injuries, which we said, and for my last like, I just said. Our future schedule and Jan- January is coming around the corner. December for our schedule is okay, but in January we have eleven home games versus four away games, and those away games are Minnesota, Indiana, Toronto, and Denver. January should realistically be a fun month, guys. Hopefully, that is, all.
1: That is interesting. We I feel like we covered most of the boxes there. We got some some scheduling, some injuries, some coaches, some. X's I, got, I, got, I got one more. I got one more.
0: And I then I do want to. This has nothing to do with really the team at all. This is just a little gripe I have with the team, or with the, I guess it's the organization. Like, um, um, oh, I have a dislike then. What, like, most of these teams, when they have their City Edition jerseys, they change their court to match the jersey. Why don't the Blazers change their court? I think it would be so cool to, like, have the court well, be teal for, like, one from whenever we just wear the jerseys. Now, I also think a dislike is we wear those jerseys a tad too much. <laughs> We've worn them, like, six times in the since we released them i don't know if that's right but feels like we're wearing them a lot but it looked kind of weird having green jerseys on a red court like if we're going to stick with the red just stick with the red but if we want to go like this carpet thing uh green this change carpet. the court for the for the times we wear it and wear it like four times a year make it a special occasion but Fair. I
1: don't know. uh my last dislike that i I'm just gonna say it. I'm not gonna expound upon it because you guys all are gonna know what I mean, and I don't want to open that can of worms. Blazers Twitter,
0: <laughs> the dislike for me. Yeah, you know. it's it's actually okay, guys, to say to like you don't have to just say the negative things. You can say the positive things too, or you just it might not go viral. Or you,
1: yeah, or, yeah, or you just don't have to have a end game reaction to every play, every screen. It's just like. Oh my gosh, NERC looks so bad there. Like, you can't set a moving screen there. Ref overturned it. NERC's the greatest player ever. It's like, come on, relax. Okay. Shall we do a little bit of guessing?
0: I was going to say, let's, we were talking about it before, but what, West? I, hopefully I'm explaining this right. Wes is going to like, you won't explain it, Wes. I don't know what we're doing.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to give you some statistics from the team. Basically, blind stats. I'm going to say who is the best player that does this on the team, and you have to guess. And you get a point if you get it right. And the winner gets. Winner gets merch. Winner gets merch that, get that Corey has. Okay. First. <laughs> first. First question. The we're going to go with frequency first. This is like shooting frequency, so it's not accuracy. This is just like percent of. Their shots at this location. Does that does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So who on our team and their per- percentage of shot attempts? Who shoots the most at the rim? They shoot at fifty three percent of the time at the rim. I take or sorry, I take that back. Sixty one percent at the rim.
2: Drew Eubanks. I'm gonna say Eubanks because Nurkic has some outside. Nurkic's team. been
0: dabbling in some three balls.
2: Yeah, Eubanks.
1: It is Eubanks.
0: It is yeah, Eubanks. A point? Okay.
1: Eubanks. No, no. So now, same thing. So, like, Eubanks shoots 73% at the. Actually, I'm not going to do that. That's too hard. Okay. Let's go to short mid.
0: Hold on. What about, I want to guess least because I'm trying to think. I don't know who it actually would be.
1: Who shoots least at the rim? Least at the rim. This Um, is so, like, right now, John Butler's at 0%. He obviously does not count. Yeah. This guy is at 20% of his shots at the rim.
0: Um I'm gonna say it's uh, I oh feel no. like it could either be Sharp or Simons, because so I feel like they shoot a lot of threes. I'm gonna say Simons.
2: I'm gonna say Gary Payton, I'm no, just kidding. Um
1: <laughs> do I say Lillard? No. No, I'm gonna say Simons. It is Simons.
0: It's good stuff.
1: Dame uh Keon was second, yes. Dane. Okay. Dame was third worst. Where Sharp? Sharp is at 40%. So uh, he's, mid. Uh, he's like, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's metal pretty much. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the short mid. Well,
0: what's a this short is, mid? Is, this mid, mid, not, not, mid? This is like...
1: Shots outside of four feet, but inside of 14 feet. So the free throw line distance. So just the short mid. You got the long middies that are like right in front of the three-point line. And you got the short middies, all right? Who is shooting the most from the short mid? For how many I mean, shots they take?
0: I have a good guess. Justice Winslow, a um, maybe
2: the floaters. I'm. I could say that might be a bad well, guess. I dare say, Simons. After saying the least, because he has so many floaters. I'm gonna say. What's the point. I could just say Jeremy Grant. Be a fine answer. I'm gonna say Jeremy Grant.
1: It is Justice Winslow.
0: i <laughs> yeah, will to be one. honest. I thought when he said Simons, I was like, it could be Simons too, because he does a So. Mrs. Winslow's
1: about. at 31%. Simon's at 14. Oh wow. Uh second was Watford. So it is Winslow. Oh, that makes
0: sense. Watford kind of has the same game as Winslow. Who
1: is the least in the short mid at nine percent? Least.
2: Uh, Probably... Okay, I have a good guess.
0: I'm gonna say I'm
2: looking at a roster. Um
0: yeah, I need to pull up the roster here, because, like, I'm just going to say, like, Dame. I feel like he doesn't do a lot of floaters. I'm
2: going to say, like, Nasir Little. Two good guesses.
1: It was Dame, and second was Nasir. Gosh, I was going to say Dame. God.
0: I Howard. was going to—I wonder who I was actually going to say. I was going to say Eubanks, but—because, like, I swear he doesn't do anything outside of, like, just dunk, but he has a couple of, like—
1: He's at 25%, but it's also just for how many shots they take. So, like, banks yeah. doesn't take a lot of shots. Yeah. Let's go to long mid. I don't know if – this would be a good one. Who shoots like the mid. most from the long mid? 17% of their yeah, shot this attempts. One's, this Jeremy. one's easy. Wait, what did you say? I said Jeremy. Okay, yeah. I thought you said Drew. Jeremy, yeah. <laughs> Drew. Jeremy. Jeremy is number two at 14%. <laughs> wow. That's not too surprising. Well it's not dame.
2: It's not, sh- it's not sharp. Okay, no. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna go a wild guess. Um and I have another guy in mind that it could be, but I'm gonna say uh a...
2: Nasir Little. What? No, okay. This is I'm my reasoning.
0: Say... No, okay, go ahead. Okay. you
1: want you wanna give your reasoning or do you want me to cut to the chase and say it's not him?
0: I wanna change my guess and say Shaden <laughs> Sharp. He dribbles and pulls up from the MIDI a good bit, I think. I was thinking Shaden Sharp, and I'm gonna go with that. It's Shane Sharp. <laughs> well, wait, well, My reasoning for the Sears like I feel like he sometimes Sears fourth think... or fifth. Okay, not third. Okay.
1: okay, who's who's at the bottom at one percent? Drew. This. You banks.
0: Um. This is mid.
1: It's not yeah, nope. The long, long mid range. He's taking tough step back long jumpers. <laughs> yeah, you uh, <E-banks>. It's you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's. I don't. Uh, I no Let's go to corner threes the most um, who's taking the most corner threes on the team this is interesting we're not a big corner three team because our secondary shooters aren't shooters
2: um i have my guess
0: you go and say i don't care i'm gonna say it's shade and sharp it's good that's a good guess i feel like i'm just trying to, to think of catch and shoot jeremy it's
1: okay. So I don't know the pers- Jeremy's at 13, Sharp's at 12. So it's Jeremy. Wow. Love to see it. All right, let's go. You want to know who's in three for Everything that's not okay. I guess you could say yeah, last you make go Last the make is last for the rest of them. Who shoots the most threes frequency wise on the team? Simons. Just shoot threes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Simons is one, who's two? Okay, now um, it might not be someone crazy. I, I would not overthink it. Damian Lillard. Damn. Damian Lillard. Who is
1: number I'm three? You can overthink this one. Who's number three? Okay, so
2: I would think At 45%. Ooh. So, Jeez. So you okay. It's not wait. Can Brown. this be
0: anybody but John Butler? Uh it's not uh
1: Butler, Keon, Walker, and Brown. No, okay, okay, okay. okay. Those guys aren't don't have enough attempts.
0: Okay, three balls, three balls.
1: It
2: could be like Nasir.
0: I was going to say that's probably a good guess, but... Well,
2: I'm going to say it, Nasir.
0: I'm going to say if it's not Nasir, shade him. It is Nasir. Yeah,
1: it's he's third. He got Shane no bag. Shane's fifth, Grant is fourth. All right, let's move along to some accuracy shooting, all right? So we go to the rim. Who is shooting the best percentage at the rim on
0: the team? Hmm. Yusuf Nurkic? No. <laughs> Yusuf guys, I'm getting, um, I'm going to say Drew Eubanks.
1: Uh, okay. Um, Yeah, I would say...
0: I like can't be Nasir, a guard.
2: Nasir's probably like second or third, though. I'm going to say Eubanks.
1: Cody, that's a great take. Eubanks is 1% at 81%, Nasir's 2 at 80%. How about that? Um, Nasir.
0: Okay, I see you, Nasir. Get healthy soon. Now let's go.
1: Who's at the bottom in percentage at the rim? Okay,
0: I'm not going to get disrespectful and say Nurkish because I know it's not him. Nurk is not last. Uh, Yeah, there's. If he's last, that's actually awful. I'm going to say, despite how many highlight dunks he has, I'm going to say Shane Sharp because I feel like he gets blocked a
1: lot. I'm going to say just this Winslow. It is Winslow. Wow, fifty-five percent. Sharp's at sixty two percent, so he's tied with Nurk and Jeremy for oh, third. so words. tied with Nurk must suck. Okay, Let's just—I'm not going to do short, mid, long, mid. Let's just go to the midi. Who is the best mid range shooter? This—I uh, mean, yeah. So, is there size. like
0: a uh, like best like a defensive impact stat? I don't know, like defensive yeah. rating or we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. Who is the best? Mid-range shooter on the team. There's two guys tied at
2: 53%. Okay. Um wait, who is the
0: name we mentioned last? Jeremy.
2: It's probably Jeremy and maybe probably some random guy that just takes wide open mid-range twos when he gets it. Like Jeremy and Dame. I'm gonna, no, not Dame. I'm gonna say Jeremy and Dame. I'm gonna say Jeremy and um just random, play- like Watford. No way.
1: Wat- Watford's tied for first. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is. Really?
0: <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. No.
1: Well, Actually, so, I'm being so serious. So no, Jeremy. Ooh, and you are laughing at me. good.
0: You said like random player, and in my opinion, you picked like the least likely one, and somehow you're right. Well, it makes. Yeah. I don't. know. Yeah, kind of. Well,
1: awesome. w- Watford is eight for fifteen from the mid range, and oh, Jeremy- exactly so many cool. shots. Forty-two for one-sixteen. Hey, sample size. Uh, tied for first is Drew is Drew Eubanks as well in the MIDI. Oh, what's his so st- Wait, what's him? his? How many has he and, taken? He's ten for nineteen.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, not cool.
1: like, okay, who's who's worst? He's nineteen for sixty-two.
0: Wait, who's nineteen for sixty-two? He's
1: the worst mid-range shooter on the team.
0: Okay, so that's, that's pretty pretty high. It's either Simons
2: or Dame or Grant. It's, Grant. it's not Grant. It's probably Dame or Simons. I'm gonna say it's Grant. either
1: Dame or Simons or Hard or Grant or the, anyone on the team really. Well, so he was taking sixty-two shots from the mid. It's not Josh Hart.
2: I
0: it's mean, game. you said like Grant's taking like over a hundred, though, right?
1: Grant has taken one sixteen.
0: Okay, so it's it which might is the highest been. on the team. Well, I assumed, yeah. I'm
1: gonna say. I'm win. gonna
0: say, uh, Josh Hart.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll give you Josh Hart. He's tied for last with Justice Winslow.
0: Wow, Winslow's oh, taking sixty-two mid-range jumpers. What are we doing? Really?
1: Yeah, it's oh. sixty-two floaters. All right, three-point percentage. Oh wait, that was. Li- three-point percentage um oh best nice. on the team yep jeremy, jeremy grant jeremy grant at 46 percent who's second simon uh, nurk or nurk probably nurk oh, at 43 yeah, percent who's third Simon's. simon nope sharp yes who's last at 32 32
2: um, just kidding josh hart
1: nope um Okay, Winslow. Oh, when, it's Winslow. Winslow's the worst shooter at every area of the floor.
0: Okay, hey, but he can pass.
1: He can, he can pass. Um, you want some defense? Defense. I can give you just a
0: couple more defense. Oh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James out tonight. He's, while you're finding it, you see AD. Uh started playing and then left the game because he had some sickness or something. He could have had a Jordan flu game, but it's not like that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is, this is an interesting one. Let's go uh percentage of the player's shot where he was fouled. So what percentage of a player's shot attempts was he fouled on? Do you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe recently
2: bias, line. but Jeremy Grant, I instantly think of. I think of Eubanks. I'm gonna say Eubanks.
0: Um, I'm gonna say Josh. It Art. is. It's
1: Jeremy. Oh. Jeremy Josh <sighs> Nurkic.
2: Wow, no Eubanks. I feel like Eubanks always gets an ones. I don't know. Maybe Eubanks does. Like,
1: yeah, I can't yeah, really maybe. find any defensive stats, but you know, that's just that's some. That's some cool uh, actually okay. Last last one. Uh Bess, uh, who leads the team in steal percentage? Josh Hart.
0: Yep. Uh it's not gonna be Josh Hart because it's gonna be Anthony Simons. Yeah, it's Josh Hart. Yeah, I had a feeling it was gonna be Josh Hart. Okay, cool. Um, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that uh little guessing game. Um maybe we'll bring that every once in a while to the pod. Uh, comment some things you liked, disliked. Um, if you agree with our likes, dislikes, uh, we want to hear from you. We do enjoy reading the comments, no matter how hostile it can get. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. And we check love the engagement. Out the merchandise, guys. Mm-hmm. Rips- you don't know what Rips-
2: present to buy someone.
0: Dot Rips- com, com no slash shop. All mm-hmm. these people spending eighty to hundred bucks on a jersey, and you could get one of these shirts for anywhere between twenty-eight and thirty-eight bucks. That is a deal to me. So. It is a I would, I would go check that out, guys. Um, and at the end Isn't of the day, it like super soft too? Oh yeah, especially the long sleeve. The long sleeve. It's getting cold in Portland, yeah. guys. If you don't want to be wearing some thick like cotton shirt that's like makes you itchy. Gotta get this one. Um, but it would also just support us if you don't want to do that. Drop us a like. You know, subscribe. <laughs> Stay oh. tuned with the Blazers because we're about to go on a nice little run here in the month of december and then cody said he likes our schedule in january so we might go on around there too so oh that it's about to get oh. active here for blazers yeah and you will be seeing us at a couple or you won't be but we'll be videoing ourselves at a couple games at least three over the next month maybe another one if cody attends um but yeah hope you guys enjoy this podcast make sure to subscribe and if you're listening on spotify go subscribe on youtube as well <laughs> see you in the next one peace